And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. So today, actually, I have my good friend Don from the Multiverse of Geekdom. We're going to be talking about Publish a Parish. This is actually part of a Holly Shorts Film Festival uh, pick. So I can't wait to dive into this movie. It's a dark comedy. We'll get into a little bit as far as what the plot is about. So let's go ahead. Let's talk about this. Hey, Don. How are you? I'm doing great, sir. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. And I just want to get into a little bit of what the synopsis of the film is actually about. Mm -hmm. So Publisher Parish is the award-winning festival, darling, independent dark comedy film will be released nationwide in the U.S. on demand on Amazon and Vudu and cable on August 18th. So if you guys are wondering where you guys can get this, it'll be available on those platforms on August 18th. But mm -hmm. Publisher Parish actually tells the story of a professor obsessed with getting his tenure who accidentally kills a student and covers it up, causing his life to spiral out of control. So that's a little bit of a briefing of what it's about. He is definitely but, obsessed with tenure. That is yeah. definitely portrayed in the film, I will say. <laughs> right? I, I definitely have to say I did find myself laughing at the dark moments within this movie mm -hmm. itself. It definitely, it definitely does have that dark humor kind of vibe to it. So if you're into films that are not in the dark um, dark humor category or anything like that, I don't recommend you guys checking this out. For, yeah. But for someone like me who is used to dark humor within like The Sopranos or The Godfather and Goodfellas, this is for you. I agree. Like, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah, it's it's definitely a dark comedy. It's definitely pretty. And, and again, it, it's. It's just it's the way it's played out is very funny. It's very funny the way everything sort of plays out throughout the the movie. So definitely. So I don't I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say anything too much because I don't want to spoil anything. But yeah. Well, I'm just going to talk about some of the stuff that I liked about the film and stuff like that too. And you can also pay, uh, go off of me as well. But yeah. I thought the main character is connected with his tenure to the point where he's a douche. Yeah. Because in his mind, he sees himself as the hero. He sees himself as the one who wants to support his family and wants to try and do this tenure, but his own ego is getting the best of him, though, too, to the point yeah. where that's all he cares about. He doesn't care how he does it as long as he gets his, ten his yeah, tenure. Yeah, it sort of blinds him, and he just kind of makes one horrible decision after another. Just <laughs> absolute horrible decision after another, which is pretty fun to watch. It is fun to watch. <laughs> it, it definitely is and it keeps you I'm, I'm going to say this this movie definitely keeps you on your toes it keeps you wondering what this teacher is going to do mm -hmm. because of the fact you know he winds up being obsessed with it yeah but he he accidentally kills a student and then you're wondering okay so how is he going to get out of this predicament that he's in in the certain situations within that element too you're wondering okay how is he going to dispose of a body and this actually shows how a normal human being would dispose of a body without even thinking about mm -hmm. anything either. Because, yeah, he goes over to the hardware store. He, he, he doesn't even get trash bags or anything. He's also very lanky and tall, and he can't even carry this body into the into the back of his car either. So he yeah. has a hard time carrying the body and stuff like that. You know, he buys a shovel. He doesn't even get use a credit card or anything like that. He uses cash, so therefore there won't be a paper trail. Other than the receipt. But keeps the receipt and, in his wallet, which I thought was yeah. funny. I like that part. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> I like how the guy's over there recommending what kind of shovel that he would uh, get get yeah, or uh, give him and everything. Just oh, I would get the titanium shovel. Okay, not a problem. Yeah, they're in the back over there if you want it. 
I love how he just. I, I, the, there's a lot of good lines. That's actually one of the funnier scenes, I would say, in the movie. Not one of the funnier scenes, but it's it's a very funny scene. The back and forth with him and the the guy at the register at the hardware store is really funny. It's actually really funny stuff. It definitely is because it is also a, like a small town kind of vibe to it too. Mm-hmm. To the point where mm-hmm. you know. To the point where there's this just this one customer that just keeps coming in there to get a shovel, and then there's that back and forth banter between the two of them, and then you also meet uh, the daughter's boyfriend too, and the boyfriend is also a uh, director, writer, and also yeah. the daughter is also part of that group <laughs> too, where she's passionate about her. Um, Another weird storyline that is just throughout the movie that is crazy. <laughs> But the main character is named Jim, and he's yes. on probation to prove what he's worth. Seven years passes as he's writing the book. So that's mm-hmm. also another thing I want to mention is they do show you how long time has gone by. Yeah. And I thought they'd set that up very well. It's like, okay, well, guess what, man? You're going to be on probation for seven years to prove your tenure. And then from there, you're going to well see what you have. Because most people who reaches their tenure winds up, winds up not even writing anything. And so they're judging him based on his work. And not on his worth. And, you know, basically they choose whether or not they get his tenure or not. So finally, it's seven years, and he finally uh, has the, that's basically where they wind up trying to make the decision. But yeah. I also want to mention this. I thought the chemistry between Jim and Allison, which is his wife, is great. I thought the chemistry between them yeah. was really funny. You know, I got a lot of Laura Dern vibes from her. Really? I didn't expect that. Just, okay. Just sort of, just the way she was at, you know, mannerisms, just different things. And not that she was copying or anything, but just, just the way, you know, she sort of comes off. I, I, I sort of got that Jurassic Park, Laura Dern feel from her. So Yeah, I, really I got that too. That. Because you know why I like that so much though, too? I think you need a character like her to be able to go back and forth with a character like this. Mm-hmm. And because she has to go toe to toe with them the whole movie, she's not like a you know silent in the back type character. She's out in the open, so you know, yeah, her performance is really is really well. I, I think she does right. Really and you know what I like about her character, like you said, she's right on the open, right? So mm-hmm. what I liked about this was was the fact that she's so, she's not she's not really a quiet wife. She's not a housewife or anything mm-hmm. like that. Oh, she's no. very supportive of Jim. She's there mm-hmm. for him. She jokes around with him. That little drawing that he has a teacher's pet, where that basically yeah. is supposed to be her having sex with him on the yes. desk. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. No. Again, the 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 storytelling was that was I thought done really well throughout the whole movie. I think the way they connect things, like you said, with the teacher's pet picture, how that comes to play later, and and things like that. Yeah. I think I think the way the story was written is actually done really well. It's paced really well too. I like the pacing of the movie. I, I really felt like. We never got bogged down in a in a moment or in a scene or in something that's happening. Everything kind of flows and keeps moving. So I did like that. Right. I didn't feel the hour and forty two minute marker either. I thought no. it was very smooth, like you said. Mm-hmm. I also thought that everything that they put into the movie is there for a reason. It's not just there for filler, and it actually adds to the story. And you're just wondering what Jim is going to do next and how he's going to screw things up with his own career. And things like that too, which he winds mm-hmm. up screwing it up majorly. But we're not going to get into any kind of spoilers with that. Yeah, but yeah, I, I kind of get. Do you know who I get? He reminds me of. I don't know why. He kind of reminds me of um, uh, Saul. Better call Saul. What's his name? Nobody. 
Yeah, the nobody. I know who you're talking about. Saul Goodman. He's he reminds me of that character. What what's his name in real life? The the, the actor. I can't remember. Oh, um, I can't remember his. Uh, his but he was in that though. movie. Nobody. Uh, uh, Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. Yep, he kind of has that sort of feel to him, like just an everyday guy, but he's going through this insane, like insanity of, of like a day and, and or a couple days, I guess I should say, but still like just insane. But he's just this normal guy and he's trying to figure it out, but he can't. He just right. can't figure it out. Because, OK, so I'm just going to say this. He runs over. He accidentally runs over a student of his named Derek. Derek, uh, yeah. and he accidentally runs him over because he's yeah. backing out of the parking garage. And he's like, and he's supposed to be over meeting the people who are supposed to be judging him for his tenure, like the dean, which is his name is Dick. And so he's like, well, shit, I ha- I don't know what else to do. So he puts him in the back of the trunk. He goes, it's going to be okay, Derek. It's going to be okay. Uh, just bear with me, I promise. So while he's yeah. in his meeting trying to get his tenure done and trying to rush back downstairs to rush him to the hospital, Derek runs out flatlining. And this is actually oh. where... It, now, this is something that reminds me of American Werewolf in London mm. because of the fact that you have Derek, who's dead, who's talking to mm-hmm. him, and he's all bloody. And he goes, really? Was it worth it? Was it worth it killing me? He goes, and he says, what about my family? What about what they think? Because it was all about him and his tenure. He goes, what, I, what, I, what about what I think? I like that line because of the fact that he's not thinking about anybody else mm. or anything. No, no, definitely not at that moment. No. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's the only thing about that that's weird that I thought that was going to play into the plot more that why he was in the parking garage. Well, I think it's just the a, end. It's just, I thought it was just this. I just thought it was just students in a parking garage trying to get to their cars. But there's nobody else in that. That garage is completely empty. Completely. There's not even another car in there. It's weird. <laughs> It's weird that he's just randomly behind him. I thought more there was going to be somebody that was like, like pushed him in front, or you know, like I thought that was going to kind of be the twist towards the end, maybe, and it never came. Which kind of I was like, okay. So I, I think this what this movie does do very well though is it keeps you guessing what the hell is going to happen because every time you're like, okay, I kind of figure out where this is going. It's not going there. It's it's not going to end there where you think it's going at all. It's it's just not, and I mean, there's some decisions he makes later in the movie with the dean and and some uh, things he decides to do, uh, which are just. <laughs> I mean, he definitely crosses the line in one of the scenes. Ooh, I don't bit. know if I could actually do that to no. somebody that I love and care about. No way. There is nothing in the world that can make me do that. Cross that line, dude. That's a line. Oh. Yeah, it surprised me, but I can also see the desperation in it. I can right. see you know so yeah i mean it's it's a wild ride but specifically that scene i like that scene because i like where he's like you're not even gonna try to see if i'm alive still you're not even gonna, you're not even gonna check, even check my pulse he's like he's like it's too late it's too late it's over <laughs> he's just freaking out his mind is already made up at this point he's oh, like yeah. i gotta go oh, down yeah. the hardware store yeah oh he's in complete panic mode he's in complete panic mode at this point yeah for sure um, another thing I want to mention is this. You also have Mia, who's in this, who's actually blackmailing him in this movie, too. Yeah. Because he she wanted an extension. He's not, she's not a very good student. And I'm just going to say this. I think the director, you can tell where his passions are, where he got certain ideas. Because I think he's a basic instinct fan. Because of the whole legs crossing, trying to seduce the teacher, 
And he's also a doctor. Yeah, I definitely got that vibe. Yeah, it definitely gave off that vibe in that scene for sure. The classroom scene. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I think that's where he got some of his humor from. And I like it. I like the fact that it's like maybe a little bit of a tip of the hat to other movies that he might have inspired him. So mm-hmm. that's something I really like. Oh, sure. Yeah, definitely. Then the elevator Wait, was scene, this his first though. Movie, oh. By the way, is this his first movie? I don't think so. Okay. Think, okay. Um, hold on. Okay. Let me pull up. I was just curious. I, I just honestly don't know. So, to be honest with you, he's actually. It, is this his first directed movie? I guess that would be the better question. Believe it or not, uh, the film took home Best Picture at the Crystal Palace International Film Festival in the UK, Best Feature Director, Best Actor at Bayford International Film Festival, Best Comedy at the Sendona International Film Festival as well. So that's pretty impressive. Oh, I definitely believe it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. He's an Emmy Award winning director. Okay. His name is David Lieben. Okay. Yeah, I, I I I like his style. I definitely like Dude. his style. I'd like to see more from him. I'd like to see other stuff that he's done. Um, because, I, think, yeah. I think he's interesting. I definitely think he's an interesting person. I think so, too. <laughs> I, I love his style and his direction. This, I like how he paints his scene, though, especially whenever mm-hmm. uh, we, we actually have the main character going over and trying to bury him, bury Derek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then you also have this other thing, too, where... It's like, oh shit! I need to cover up the tracks in the snow. So yeah. he winds up covering it up. Then he winds up buying four sets of new tires. Oh my god! Yeah, again, just the worst decisions over and over and over again, man. It's so funny. It's so funny. It is because you're just like, I, I, I understand, but I don't understand what you're doing right now. Like, I have no idea what you're doing right now. Then you know. We actually have another thing that winds up happening with the Dean. The Dean yeah. is a total douche. I'm just going to say that. Because of the fact he didn't even back uh, Derek up on anything, on the things that were presented to him at all. And I thought that he would yeah, at least I have his back. I agreed with him on that one. I actually agreed with him on that. Because right. it's like, I've been here for seven years, and you've never had anything from me before, and just randomly this person says that, and you just take their side? That was kind of weird. I will admit that. Like, I thought that was a little weird for him to just kind of take it, uh, her side over him right away. But again, at that moment, they're sort of in this feud, so it's kind of weird. It's weird. It's, it definitely it's is. And then, of course, you have the detective investigating him. He mm-hmm. also winds up taking uh, Dick's uh, pit, painting off the wall, the picture. He goes, what is that? He goes, it's dirt. Yeah. And he goes, it's horrible. It's hideous. He's just trying to bring him down to his own level because of the fact that uh, Dick winds winded up just lowballing him about how much his book sucks. Yeah, that conversation. I the detective I thought was okay. He wasn't great, but he wasn't bad. He was okay. Um, but that conversation in particular, I love because the whole time that detective is just like, "Are we gonna? Are, are you gonna answer my question? <laughs> like, stop talking about the damn painting and dirt, dude. <laughs> like, I just love that he keeps looking around. Like, is anybody else seeing this stupid? Right. <laughs> I just I, I think he's actually really funny in that moment. Or in that conversation, though, the I think so really too. Fun. I think the moments of the awkwardness actually works in this movie, though, too, mm-hmm. because especially when certain things happen, there's always a student around, yeah, as well. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was actually funny, yeah, 
Yeah, because it feels like, you know, it feels like you're playing it out in a college. I mean, it does, you know, and there's not a thousand students running around, but there's people, you see people, you know, as they're doing different things. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. And, oh man, when he gets attacked, <laughs> I do feel like there would be a little more people than that around, right? Or is that in like an administrative area? That might be like an administrative area, maybe where like just the, the kind of the teacher's offices are, maybe something like that. So maybe, but it was, it was funny. It was a funny movement. <laughs> but yeah, I thought, I think that is something that, um, that might be just private offices for the teachers, yeah. uh, and stuff like that too, which makes sense why students are not there that much either. Mm-hmm. But when they are there, it's always something awkward. That takes yeah. place within those office offices, especially when it's dealing with uh, him. Dude, if you went to that college, you would not go anywhere near that teacher or dean. Like as a student, you would be like, "Yeah, stay away from." They're weird. Like they're both weird people. <laughs> the only two characters that are redeemable and actually someone that you would root for is the is actually the daughter. Mm-hmm. And you would you would vote not only that, but you would also root for the the wife though too. Those the wife, are the for only sure. two. Yeah. I root for Emily because I think she's just innocent. Yeah, she's innocent. Emily's innocent. She's just a secretary that's just, you know, trying to keep her job by banging the boss. So I don't blame her either. You know what? I actually got Harvey Weinstein vibes from the Dean. No, I didn't get like that. I just feel like she was just like trying to keep her job, basically. Not keep her job, that's but like basically when Harvey Weinstein would make someone do though. Yeah, but I don't I never felt I never got that he was forcing it vibe though. Do you know what I mean? Like that's that that's all I mean by that. Like he was okay. I gotcha. Yeah, that's all. I, like he wasn't being like super creepy, probably about it. It just was like one of them. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I, I just think, I didn't think she's innocent in all well, of it. <laughs> right. That, that's true. We do get that one scene where basically he winds up taking pictures, where Jim's taking pictures of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, that's everything that I wanted to talk about as far as this. This is a non-spoiler review, so. It's kind of hard not yeah, to. There's a lot decide. of twist guys in this movie yeah. that happened. We didn't touch really any of the spoilery parts. So everything we talked about is sort of just the surface level. So I agree with yeah. that. Yeah, we definitely just scratched the surface just a little bit to give you a little bit yeah. of a nugget. This is actually going to be releasing, of course, like I said, August 18th. This is also going to be on Amazon, Voodoo. And wherever you guys get stream your movies and everything from, I definitely recommend that you guys check this out. This is only an hour and 42 minute movie or hour 15 minute movie. And you don't even feel the runtime. Like Don and I said, this is yeah. perfectly well executed, perfectly well acted and crafted. Yeah. I, and I would, I would actually, yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I think it's definitely worth a watch. Um, it's definitely something I would probably actually watch again, just because I know there's probably stuff I missed. So I would probably watch it again. I do think it was uh, a good enough watch to watch again. So. I think so too. I'm I'm probably gonna try and rewatch it again and maybe do a spoiler review on it later on or something. Sure. Yeah, I'd be down for that, man. Thank you, Theo from the Holly Shorts Film Festival for bringing this to my attention and being able to review this movie. Uh, but yeah, that's gonna be it as far as this review goes. Please go on ahead, click that like button. Don't forget to subscribe. And always until next time, guys. Have a great and safe night, and we'll catch you guys on the next one.